0: what's in store for the day any guesses today is the turn of beta to adrenergic agonists but yes the difference is these are the long acting and the very long acting ones let's get started welcome all to his pharmacology difficult podcast i'm your host dr radhika vijay mbbs md pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips strategies methods and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really fight and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Salmetrol is the drug that cuts the ribbon of today's episode. It's a long-acting agonist drug with a very high level of selectivity beta-2 receptors. The best uses they are seen in patients of lung pathologies, especially chronic obstructive pulmonary diseases abbreviated as scapital copd It works wonders when synergized with cholinergic antagonists, ipratropium, and also other drugs which are orally administered theophily and these are all used in synergistic combinations for capital copd patients and for your other surprise salmitrol also helps by some anti-inflammatory properties you might be wondering about its application in acute asthmatic attacks well it's a nice information to know that beginning of effects they are quite delayed in case of salmitrol hence it's totally unsuitable for treating the acute attacks of asthma. Now, many people suffer from irritating symptoms of asthma in the sleep duration, and these are often termed as nocturnal asthma. These patients are actually receiving their proper standardized therapies. But Salmatrol helps a lot to curb down the nocturnal symptoms very, very effectively. Its maximum dosing should not exceed more than twice daily. You can give one dose in the morning and you can give another dose in the evening. And generally, the efficacy of salmetrol drug is enhanced in combination of inhaled corticosteroids. To give an example, its well-known combination is marketed with the corticosteroid fluticasone. But it's the time to flip the coin we have known about the head's aspect. Let's know about the tail's aspect too. Yeah, some criticism about the drug cannot be ignored. The drug is found to be associated with side effects like increase in heart rate, increase in the blood glucose levels. Sometimes it's found to initiate the tremors and sometimes it is also related to cause hypokalemia that is decreased plasma potassium levels all of these effects they owe to the beta receptor agonism and these are not effects rather i should call them side effects rightly now the data in research it also reveals that if the standard treatment of the patient is added upon with these long acting beta 2 receptor agonist drugs i'm talking about salmatrol especially then there are seen propensities of sudden fatal asthmatic attacks that's very surprising and for the same reason the food drug administration of the united states it has placed black box warning on the drug labels of salmatrol, formatrol, and r and their use is restricted as second line treatment whence the subjects they are actually non-responsive or intolerant to inhaled corticosteroids. Now that's very comprehensible and I ought not repeat it. Let's jump over to discuss Formatrol. Formitrol is a quickly acting drug, it rather it acts in minutes to show its wonderful bronchodilatation effects. And these effects, they are very long-lasting. So, two points. Very quickly acting and long-lasting effects. So, just to revise, it's very beneficial to curb down the symptoms of nocturnal asthma. Now, one quick fact about the mechanism of formatrol: It's highly lipophilic. That is why it easily sits in the lipid layer of plasma membrane from there it is slowly and steadily released and it exhibits a very longer acting steady action it's a great drug for the treatment of bronchospas, especially in patients of asthma and capital copd it's prophylactically used in exercise induced asthma the combination drugs they are marketed with corticosteroids like mometazone or butosinide and these drugs they are in combination used for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease patients. Let's talk our Formatrol, AR and then Formatrol. As the name indicates, it is related to Formatrol. It's an enantiomer of Formatrol. Its potency is much much more than Formatrol and FDA has approved it as a therapy for chronic COPD patients and also in the states of chronic bronchitis. One unavoidable nice fact to know about Arformatrol is it is the first long-acting beta-2 receptor agonist which finds its use in nebulizers, especially as inhalational drug therapy. The metabolism is primarily through conjugation. Now, the next class I'm going to talk about are the very long-acting beta-agonist drugs. That is, very long-acting beta-receptor agonist drugs. They are abbreviated sometimes as capital VLABA. Their primary application is COPD and mind it, not asthma yes they are not used for the treatment of asthma let's quickly know the drugs the first one i'm going to talk about in this list is indacaterol. its advantages are once daily dosing second advantage long duration of action thirdly it's a very potent drug next important benefit it has a great intrinsic action Quickly shows the effects, and these effects they are long lasting. But let's know about the drawbacks. One drawback to know is tachyphylaxis, that is rapid development of tolerance, and that is specially seen on its continued application. Let's talk about the second drug in the list, that is olodaterol. The benefit is again single dosing a day. It has long-lasting effects it is very famous in combination therapy with tyotropium bromide which is an entire cholinergic agent and that's a brief description of olodetrol finally i'm going to talk about vilantrol it's approved in combination therapy with flutigason and in european countries it's combination therapy with muscarinic antagonist, you make is also much in vogue. Well, these were so many novel drug bites that I have conveyed to you briefly, but they were so, so much to be known and they're so exciting. With all these wonderful informations, I'm signing off my speech today. But thoughts of the willow tree certainly caught my attention this wonderful way. Loaded with bulk of Adam's ale, Willow's barks a source of salicylates, deciduous of a kind of their own, Mediterranean is the land they own, catkins are the bright pink and purple in hue, abundant nectar keeps the bees' honey stores full. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, do visit www pharmacologydifficult.com, where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates, and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook, and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name, ispharmacologydifficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.